Welcome, listeners, to our patron preview of Pulp Fiction. Miramax Films is proud to present one of the most celebrated motion pictures of the year. The winner of the 1994 Palme d'Or. The best picture of the Cannes Film Festival. Interested in big man's wife. Well, he's going out of town, I'm sorry, and he asked me if I take care of him while he's gone. Take care? No, man. Just show her a good time, make sure she don't get lonely. Girl. You see, this is a moral test of oneself. I do believe Marcellus, my husband, your boss, told you to take me out and do whatever I wanted. I love you so much, can't count on Whether or not you can maintain loyalty. Night of the fight, you may feel a slight sting. Pride only hurts, it never helps. In the fifth, your ass goes down. I have to say, play the matches, you get burned. We should have shot guys for this kind of deal. We're in a lot of danger, aren't we? I'm prepared to scout the earth for that night. Let's do it. Pulp Fiction released in 1994. Quite a good year. Quite a good year in film for sure. Starring John Travolta, Samuel L. Jackson, Uma Thurman, Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth, Amanda Plummer, Maria Demideris, Ving Rhames, Rosanna Arquette, Christopher Walken, and Bruce Willis. I just know that from the trailer. That trailer is so famous and iconic. That is the run out of the people in the- Why would you have- why would you have seen that trailer so much? Because I love this film and I've watched this trailer many times. That's odd. Why? It's a good trailer. I'm not have sure. You, have, you never li- have you never watched a really good trailer? I'm not even sure I've seen my favourite movie of all time's trailer. It's not a good trailer, that's why. Have you seen it? Yeah. You, yeah. Know, what, you know what two trailers stand out to me as like just epic trailers? The Dark Knight. Yes. I've done a breakdown on this one. Pulp Fiction. No. X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh really? Those two trailers are just you can sit like you can sit there with your headphones on and watch that and you're just like, oh it gives you it gives you the chills, man. They're great. Fantastic trailers. Okay. Yeah. I like Logan. Logan's a good one, yeah. Hurt. Yeah, that's a great one. There's some really good trailers out there. You, I, I don't mind watching some of the trailers after I've seen the film if they're sensational trailers. Like you can I'll get a admit, really good I watched, trailer. I did watch the Far From Home trailer after I saw the movie. And I really must say they spoil far too much. But we won't talk about that here. No, we've already done that. So this was directed by the man himself, Quentin Tarantino, was also written by Quentin Tarantino and Roger Avery. Did you know that? Yes, I did, because I've seen the the Oscars video of them getting up to accept the best okay. original screenplay. Good, good, good. The only Oscar that this film won, tragedy. Tragedy? Lots of nominations, though. I mean, I'm so glad it won screenplay. It deserves to win screenplay. This is legitimately one of the best screenplays I've ever seen. Yeah, it, Whenever you say something good about this film, you're going to get a general agreement from me. I agree completely. You agree completely. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. But let's look at some nominations. This was nominated for Best Film Editing, Best Director, Best Actress in a Supporting Role for Uma Thurman. Mm, nice. Best supporting, Good call. Best Supporting Actor for Samuel L. Jackson. Should have got it. Best Actor for John Travolta. I did not realise that. Yeah. So John Travolta was actor and Samuel L. Jackson was supporting actor. I do not dispute that at all. Really? I forgot how little Sam Jackson is in this film. Sam Jackson's in more- He I- is in- the first bit and the last bit and nothing else. They're a huge... John Travolta is in every single storyline. He's in the, the gold watch for, what, 30 seconds? Yeah, he's in it, though. Doesn't doesn't make him have more screen time. Probably- Hold on, do you not think that John Travolta is the best actor in this film? Like, I mean, um, the best actor worthy... The best actor Oscar-nominated worthy performance 
actor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe. I think for sure he's best actor, best actor, and Sam Jackson is supporting. I can come around on it, mostly because I love this film. But if you if you, get, you put any of them in best actor position, you're like, yeah, sure, put him in. Yeah. Thing with Sam Jackson is he just steals any scene he's in. Yeah. Like he's fantastic. I don't know. I was. This is the longest I have gone having a break from seeing this film in my life. Me too. Since I first saw it. Yep. And it was so. Like, so much of it was fresh for me. This is the first time I've seen this film since we've done, started the podcast. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking years before that. Oh, no. Nah. It's been ages since I've watched this film. I might have watched this maybe a couple months before the podcast. Okay. And, of course, it was also nominated for Best Picture and lost to Forrest Gump. Ridic- that is ridiculous. a travesty. That's ridiculous. It is. Yes, it is. Was Shawshank nominated that year? Shawshank was nominated. Funny enough, this was released on the same day as Shawshank Redemption. It's a tough call. Goes on both of them to be nominated for seven Oscars and obviously in the top 10 of the top 250. <laughs> That's just insane, isn't I know. it? <laughs> so, Dean, we'll have to talk about casting choices as usual. We've got a couple of good ones here. Uma Thurman actually turned down the role of Mia, of Mia Wallace to start Ooh, off with. Why? What else was she doing? I don't know. She Dangerous liaisons. No, that was already before this, I believe. Yeah, I realize that. Why'd you say it? She was still riding that uh, liaisons high. <laughs> Yeah, you could say that was kind of dangerous of her too. Uh, ouch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was he, say it. he actually spent legitimately 25 seconds scrunching his face up, trying to think, not, I- not of this joke. He wasn't trying to think of a joke. He had it immediately and was thinking, <laughs> is it worth embarrassing myself with this terrible, terrible joke? Oh, of course it Absolutely. is. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but Tarantino was so desperate to have her as me here, he ended up calling her and reading her the entire script over the phone, which actually convinced her to take the role. That's weird. It's a long phone call. I reckon um, fees would have been a bit smaller back in 94 on the home phone, the landline. Maybe he only read the Mia scenes. No, the whole whole script. The whole script. The whole script. Uh, Okay. I can see Tarantino doing that. I can see him getting up to the uh, the Bonnie situation, being like, "Oi, oi, guess who's gonna play Jimmy? Oi, it's me, it's me. <laughs> I cast myself." <laughs> Funny enough, he was actually supposed to play the Lance role originally. Yeah, yeah. I'm but- surprised he wasn't originally supposed to play the John Travolta role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he pulled away from the Lance role because he wanted to actually be behind the camera during the OD scene. So he chose the role of Jimmy and gave himself quite some lines. I'll tell you. Gee, I could see him in that Lance role though. Yeah. He really would fit that role. So we talk about Jules. Tarantino had that role specifically for Samuel L. Jackson. However, it was almost given to the guy who played Paul, the guy behind the bar. Yeah. Because that guy came in and gave an absolutely amazing audition and Samuel L. Jackson almost lost the role. And he probably would have had he not flown to LA to audition again to get to secure the role. Mm. So good on Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, for sure. Role of a lifetime for him. Absolutely. So we talk about Vincent Vega. It was actually supposed to be Michael Madsen. That was the, the script was written for Michael Madsen, but same um, character from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, well, not the same character. Like not the same character because no. Vincent Vega's Vic, God was Vic, Vic Vega. Vega. Yeah. yeah, they're so similar. Maybe it would have been twins. Why wouldn't they not have the same character? Because he dies in Reservoir Dogs and he dies in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? When you think about it for a second. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I uh, haven't actually seen Reservoir Dogs, so cheers for spoiling oh. that. <laughs> you twat. <laughs> uh, but unfortunately, Madsen went on to do Wyatt Earp. He was scheduled to do that Why at the same time. Why Earth did he do that? No. No. I'm not, I'm not that was pay- heaps better than your, that was a dangerous decision or whatever you said before. But at least mine was funny shit. Yours was just shit. Sick burn, Hendo. Thank you. As usual. <laughs> I, bet you didn't, I bet you didn't know who wanted to play Vincent Vega. Haven't we already discussed this? No. Tarantino. 
No, Daniel Day-Lewis. What? Yes, that would have been amazing. <laughs> oh, damn you, Travolta. Damn you. It's not even Travolta's fault. Tarantino turned it down. He was he originally Daniel Day-Lewis. He wanted wanted James Gandolfini over that, but Gandolfini said no, but here's my mate Johnny Travolta. Take him. So he goes, all right, we'll go John Travolta. Not Daniel Day-Lewis. I don't know. I kind of prefer, you know, all jokes aside, I think Day-Lewis is probably too serious to play John Travolta here. Imagine him as uh, doing his classic, uh, I'm going to go out and research this role, so he just becomes a drug-addicted gangster killer. Probably wouldn't have got the role eventually. Well, Travolta has does have, say what you will about him, he does have some comedic chops. Oh, yeah. And he has you know, charm but- to him. I wouldn't say Day-Lewis is charming. No. Or possessing any comedic chops. <laughs> I mean, really. I, I agree. Well, you see Travolta, he was in the Look Who's Talking films, which are, you know, at least- Hilarious. funny, yeah. He's in Greece. Greece is, he's got a little bit of a suave sophistication there he's as well. He's hilarious in Greece. Don't don't talk him down in Greece. I don't don't believe I did. <laughs> I don't know, babe. Maybe there are two of us. <laughs> <See? laughs> <laughs> Try the yellow pages. I don't know. <laughs> is Greece in the top two fifty? No, it's not. <sighs> Come on, patrons, request that. <laughs> <laughs> there was another Tarantino alum from his later films that auditioned for the role of Jody Lance's wife. It was Pam Greer. She came in for this role. And Tarantino turned her down because he couldn't believe her as someone who would be pushed around. Well, she, I mean, you can believe that. She's tough. Exactly. That's what I meant, yeah. Yeah. So she comes on to do Jackie Brown a couple of years later. Yeah, I mean, that's good. That's a good call. And in terms of Butch, they had Mickey Rourke who passed on the role. They wanted Mickey Rourke. He said no because he wanted to pursue his boxing career and he deeply regrets the decision. (laughs) Mickey Rourke, eh? And also because he didn't understand the script as well. No, I like Bruce Willis in this. Yeah, I, I mean, this is... I, uh, this would be one of Bruce Willis's best roles, best acted roles. He puts in some pretty solid, uh, pretty solid performance here in terms of his his rage. aggression, his rage, and yeah. holding it back at the right times. Yeah. Very, very good in this. Yeah. Everyone's good in this. What am I talking about? But this movie did have a budget of roughly eight million dollars, and I say eight million. Five million of that was to pay for the actors, actors and actresses. So yeah. it really was a three million dollar budget. Yeah, good look at it that way. But it grossed one hundred eight million in America, tenth for the year. Wow. And worldwide grows two hundred and fourteen million for twelfth for the year. Big bank done well. Put Tarantino on the map, absolutely. Because Reservoir Dogs obviously was more of an indie darling, I would say. Well, this is kind of an indie darling too. Like not as much as Reservoir 10th Dogs. Tenth and twelfth for the year. Yeah, it was banked. Like it came out with the with the indies. Miramax pulled it in, and it made considerable amount of money. Then the film won the Palm Door as well yeah. at the Cannes Film Festival, yep. which is great. Is well deserved. The film's also been selected for preservation in the Library of Congress National. What film does that Street. even mean? You keep saying this sort of shit. I don't get it. Does that mean like if like is it in a bomb shelter? If something happens yeah. to the Earth, they won't be destroyed. Pretty much. Do you reckon they put like so? It's been preserved as film yeah. as like. Old Actual school film. film. Yeah. I hope they put a projector down there. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know. otherwise it's going to be useless. We're going to look at it strip by strip. Lots of batteries too. Yes, of course. You know, I don't I don't get this. I think it's more honorary than practical. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think that's more for it like that. Yeah, it's... um. More historical to have it like that. No, it's not. I don't think they do it for. Well, just in case the world goes to shit, we've got all these. At films least we, we can watch Pulp Fiction, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> motherfucker. Now you talk about Vincent Vega and Vic Vega. There was actually supposed to be a spin-off for those two called The Vega Brothers. Original. Yes. Uh, but it got a bit too late in their life. 
Tarantino wanted to make it a prequel, and I mean, they looked a bit. It better. has to be a prequel, doesn't course, it? Yeah, but by the time they got around to it, they looked a lot older than what they should have. So he just scrapped the whole idea. And well, Travolta went. did not age well. Oh, with these these days and de aging technology. Have you seen Travolta lately? <laughs> have you seen Madsen? Madsen's all right, actually. Calm down. Why? Do you not think he looks all right? He's okay. I mean, you not think I look all right? He doesn't. He doesn't look. He never did look good, you know. How dare you? We're <laughs> gonna get some Michael Madsen hate mail coming our way. Your way. But before we get into it, let's take a look at the history of Pulp Fiction in the IMDb Top 250 list. This was one of the films that debuted on the very first Top 250 list back in 96 at number three. Debuted at three. Yep. And this film has never left the list and has never dropped below 32. Its lowest spot was 32 in about 1999. Since then, it's gradually gone back up to the point where it peaked once again at number three, uh, late 2013, and has since moved around the spots between three and eight for the last six years, and now currently sits at number eight on the list with an average of 8.9, over 1.6 million votes. So this this is a highly regarded film, obviously. Also has one of the greatest posters of all time. It's very simple, yet it just reels you in so much, doesn't it? It's just iconic, that image of... Mia on the bed with the gun, the the cigarette, the and, comic. Yeah, look, yeah, it looking like it's looking like a magazine. Yeah, yeah, like a pulpy magazine. Obviously, got a little ten cent sticker on the side. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uma Thurman, by the way, never looked better than in this film. Yes, yes, yes. I love the black hair look, the short, yeah, the pixie look. No, it's not the pixie it's not look. Pixie? No, what is this? The what do you call that style that she's got? Do you know? The no, the bob, short bob. I, I would say bob yeah. would be closer than pixie. It would. All right, Dean, I'll give a plot summary for this one. The lives of two mob hitmen, a boxer, a gangster and his wife, and a pair of diner bandits intertwined in four tales of violence and redemption. It's an interesting plot summary. It's, it's okay. It's, uh, I don't know. That's Is there much redemption in this film? I think there's redemption for at least one person. Jules. Maybe two. Who? Butch has a little bit of redemption after he comes back and saves Marcellus. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. Uh, First one I was thinking of was Jules. And then Jules because it's so outwardly, you know, I'm changing sort of speeches going on. Yeah, but mostly violence. Lots mostly of violence. violence. Yes. yes. More violence. No, right, mate, let's get into it. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything on over at patreon.com slash Journey. And we've got plenty of other episodes over there, including our Die Hard series, Wes Anderson series, tons of other benefits, early access to our main show. Yeah, exactly. You can even shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what movies you want us to review. Yeah, so Dean said a spot on patreon.com slash Journey. Go ahead and head over there and check out all the rewards and benefits that we've got to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all.